the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings. It's meeting time. And today we're going to introduce the fifth spiritual principle, the fifth step of recovery. We admit it to God, to ourselves, and to another person the exact nature of our wrongs. Now let me share with you what I've learned about this principle through biblical teachings and my experience. This step is designed to tear down the walls we've been hiding behind and expose the secret sins of addiction, the sins that were taped to the grave secrets. I learned that we can recognize step five in James five sixteen, Confess your sins to each other so that you may be healed. Listen, we aren't meant to keep secrets, even about our most dishonest, shameful acts. God calls us to be connected, to bear another's burdens, and to open the eyes of our souls. But our addictive lifestyle is in opposition to God's design because it thrives and grows on secrets, lies, and dishonesty. And our first reaction to applying this principle is to say no. Why is that? Because of our pride and fear. Fear of what God and others might think about us. But truth be known, this false pride, ego, and fear block our spiritual growth, distance us from God, and it creates plenty of room for continued destructive behaviors. Our pride and shame becomes more ingrained when we refuse to apply this step, when we avoid facing up to our secrets, our actions, or claiming who we really are. Now, guess who's igniting your fear of confession? Guess who wants you to remain silent and stay behind the walls of take-to-the-grave secrets? It's Satan. He wants to keep you spiritually cut off from God, afraid of God's judgment, and continue in your addictive rituals so that he can control and destroy your life. He doesn't want you to apply any of these life-changing principles. He wants you to continue doing the same old, same old. But recovery, that's the process by which we find new ways of coping and dealing with life instead of drinking, doing drugs, various sexual partners, instead of doing the same old, same old. And the only way to proceed in this recovery process is to apply all 12 steps to our lives. That's why these spiritual teachings are in order. Recovery literature informs us. Each step has a task for us, and none are meant to stand alone, and they're meant to be worked in order. In Micah 6, 8, the prophet teaches, he has showed you, O man, what is good and what the Lord requires of you. Act justly, love faithfulness, and walk humbly with God. Now, before we continue this study of step five, let's digress for a moment 
Let's rediscover what the Lord requires of us. Let's revisit the foundation that we can build this fifth principle upon. Folks, before we can start healing, we must obey God's will for us. And that's to walk humbly with him. And he leads us on this spiritual journey of transformation. And it all starts by applying step one to our lives, where we must admit our powerlessness over our addiction and that our lives are unmanageable. In Romans seven fifteen, the apostle Paul admitted, I don't understand myself. I want to do what is right, but I do what I hate. Folks, that's powerlessness. And as with Paul, we come to grips with the reality of our lives. And perhaps for the first time, we admit defeat and we seek help. We need to wave the white flag. We must surrender to win. Now, if we've admitted that we can't control our addictive lifestyle, who can? God can. And that takes us to step two. We came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. In Philippians 2.13, as with the Philippians, Paul is encouraging you and me. God is working in you, giving you the desires and power to do what pleases him. For me personally, God put a seed of faith and hope in my heart by witnessing the recoveries of others while attending recovery meetings, by witnessing the fact that they were restored to wholeness. You see, this principle, it enhances our faith and confidence that God loves us, that it'll provide support for us, and he'll restore us to wholeness all through his power. Amen. Now comes the time for action. That's step three, that we made a decision to turn our will and lives over to the care of God. It's in this spiritual principle that we acknowledge our need for salvation. When we ask God to be the director of our lives, doing his will in our lives is when we let go and let God. This is when we should pray as David did in Psalm 143, verse 10 and 11. Teach me to do your will. May your spirit lead me on firm ground. And as we spend time in prayer, the Holy Spirit will lead us and show us to live according to God's will. Now, these three steps have brought us out of the state of denial and into a relationship with God. They guide us into growth and humility as we trust God in a much deeper level. Now it's time for soul searching, which takes us to the fourth step of recovery. We made a searching and fearless moral inventory of our lives. As instructed in Lamentations 340, let us examine our ways, test them, and return to the Lord. With pen in hand, this is where we discover our unconfessed sins. This is where we come out of hiding and discover our self-centeredness, our lies, our dishonesty our self-loathing, and Satan's battle plans that keep us in bondage. It's in this step where God will open our eyes to the weaknesses in our lives that must be confessed and discarded. And now we're back to our subject matter, step five. We're going to tell on ourselves. Listen, for far too long, the sinful disease of addiction is slowly deteriorating our minds 
causing mental illness, splintered personalities. We'd become Jekyll and Hyde. We could receive the Golden Globe Award for the best actor of the year. To the outside world, we portray our performance character, the one we want others to see. We walk with a swagger as if we have it all together, but we're living a lie. We're laughing on the outside, crying on the inside. To ourselves, we are but bit part actors in a horror movie. We're trying to hide our guilt, shame, fears, resentment, self-pity, and dishonesty. And my friends, if these defects aren't removed from our inner being, if we don't come out of hiding, if we don't tell on ourselves, our final scene in this horror movie may be jails, institutions, and death. That's sad. So how did I change the final scene of my story? How can you change the ending to yours by applying the fifth step to our lives? With the life lessons extracted from the fourth step, we tell on ourselves. We quit playing the bit part actor, and we tell our true life story. Now let's talk about some key words in this step. For years, we've avoided seeing ourselves as we really are. Now we share what we've learned. We admit, we expose and confess our sins, wrong behaviors, obsessive and compulsive decisions, the people we hurt in our X-rated horror movie. Confession is the pathway out of denial, isolation, and loneliness. Admitting that wrong is wrong will transcend us to wholeness, joy, peace, freedom, and forgiveness. So, who who are we to confess to? It starts with God. God knows our stuff. He knows the good, the bad, the ugly. He's waiting for us to repent through confession. You know, we need to replicate David's prayer in Psalm 32. I confessed all my sins to you. You forgave me, and my guilt is gone. Amen. And then we need to admit to ourselves, well, what's that all about? Verbalizing our inventory, our confession, solidifies how sick we really were. Hearing ourselves is like spewing out filth from our inner being. As Jesus taught Matthew 23, we're cleaning the inside of the cup. We are releasing the guilt, shame from our very soul. To hear it is to accept it, and then we let it go. And then we have to admit this to another person. Why? Simply stated, accountability. You see, when we avoid this important phase of step five, it's easy to return to our old behaviors. We'll lie to ourselves. We'll understate our wrongs. We overstate our problems. We blame others. And we remain a victim. Without the input of another person, we miss the opportunity to tell on ourselves. And we remain as sick as our darkest secrets that take to the grave secrets. Folks, we cannot heal a wound by saying it's not there. We learned this in Proverbs 28. People who hide their sins will not prosper, but if they confess them, They receive mercy. 
James teaches, confess your sins to each other, pray for each other so you may be healed. My friends, only when we have a witness to our confession will we be able to break these patterns of self-deception and be released from the grips of these hidden secrets. Now, this is real important. When you choose a person for this spiritual application, we want to select a loving, caring person that's dependable, trustworthy, and understanding, much like a priest or pastor. And for me personally, I thought it wise to choose a Christian man that was part of our 12-step fellowship. So I chose my sponsor and a pastor, and they gifted me with their valuable feedback, wisdom, prayer, and support. We share tears of sadness and tears of joy. I have to tell you, sharing this fifth step with another person was the most beautiful cleansing experience I've ever had, and it's changed my life forever. So let me end with this. Let me ask you, why might you be hiding in the darkness of addiction, lies, and dishonesty when there's the miracle of this principle waiting for you. First John 1, verse 9, If we confess our sins to God, he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. Why not tell on this bit part actor through confession? Why not start attending recovery meetings and apply these 12 healing principles to your life? Why not join us on this wonderful journey of recovery and healing? Why not accept Jesus Christ as your Savior so your life story can have a Christian storybook ending? Amen. Next week, we're going to continue our introduction of Step 5, and I want you to reference Psalm 51. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.